Let's start with the with the Russian Chinese near the U.S. waters. So, by the way, guys, uh, uh, if this is your first time on this channel, make sure to subscribe. We really appreciate it. So, uh, yeah, yeah, this now uh, it's coming up to light as far as the combined Russian and Chinese naval force patrolling in the Alaska. It's called, yeah. I think, the. Uh, I have the name of the islands, Aleutian yeah. Islands, Aleutian Islands. Would you like to see where that is? Sure. I have a map. I had that. a, I had a, believe it or not, I was looking for it this morning. Uh-huh. I had a satellite image. Oh. I lost it. That's, that would have been cool. I just have a map that's yeah. a little bit less cool, but yeah. oh, well. at least I got a satellite image. Life goes on. <laughs> so, yeah, let's see that map there. Oh, sorry. I just took it off. Here you go. Let's check it out. Yeah, yeah, the one I had similar, but a satellite, but it was showing the waters right on this side here. Yeah, with all the Russians and uh, and the Chinese vessels. So, so what's interesting? Well, we're not going to be talking about how many and what type of vessels and what the U.S. sent to the patrol. <laughs> mm -hmm. All this is irrelevant. The reason why is irrelevant because you wanna, like I always say. In international relations, context matters. The mm -hmm. fact that there are 11 uh, uh, ships from between Russia and China near the U.S. water is enough to send the image outside. Yep. That's, that's basically the key as to what you need to understand of it. Of course, the significance of it is because it has to do with the idea of Russia and China sending a message to the U.S. What it feels like. Mm -hmm. That's that's the reason for it. It's almost like having a taste of our own medicine, shall we say? It was a it was a very interesting image that I I kept somewhere, and I'm gonna try <laughs> to find it. The reason well, being because it shows the. Uh... Well, so as you're trying, yeah, to... go ahead, no, go ahead yeah, because I need to look for it. Here. I'll let you look for it. So as we're talking about it, it's interesting. So the Wall Street Journal called it the largest such flotilla to approach American shores in recent history, but it didn't actually enter American territorial waters. So it can't because you can't enter international waters because right. you have about 12 nautical miles. Right. So, and they know it, the Russians and Chinese yeah. smart enough to know because it will trigger once you violate into the waters of uh, another country. Right. That's a problem. It is. And that triggers some really big things. And it seems to me that that's not necessarily what they wanted to do here. Because I think the big the big deal is, you know, the U.S. has been doing this for a long time in terms of the Taiwan issue. Yeah. So, you know, we've had joint American and Canadian drills. We've had Americans that come through, the American naval fleet that comes through those waters. But they also don't cross the line right and it's a demonstration uh, there's a there's a word for it right and it is freedom of navigation right it's freedom of navigation operations and this is a really big sign that points to china and russia are kind of starting to push back they're starting to yeah. have similar kind of tit for tat uh provocations here yeah let me share. Let me share a screen with you oh, guys. Yeah, let's see it. Take a look at this one here. Check this out. No comments needed. I'll let you guys figure that out. 
Just look at it. What it says on the right, what it says on the left. Yep. Which to your point, freedom of navigation. Did you see where? Right. You know, when we do it in South China Sea, we call it freedom of navigation. When Alaska, when when the Russians or Chinese want to Alaska, we call it what? Provocation. Exactly. So, so to your point, that's exactly true. And, and that's how, uh, as I said earlier, this is, oh, I need to say thank you to Jennifer Lee. Thank you so much for your super sticker. Truly appreciate it. So, so as I said earlier, it has to do with the, the context. Mm -hmm. And this is, again, because as an analyst, as a geopolitical analyst, I have to think in terms of what message and what signals are both the Chinese and the Russians are sending. And this didn't came in a vacuum. This yes. one was, a, was, was hatched out based on what I found right after the joint naval exercises between Russia and China in the Sea of Japan. Mm -hmm. We just took uh, about a month ago. So Japan was, of course, freaked out over it because Japan will be freaked out, freaked out about <laughs> Understandably, it. South though, Korea understand also say, because yeah. South Korea uh, it's almost feel comfortable saying uh, has no sovereignty left. Yeah. So, And even with Philippines, now that I am a very uh, – my, my suspicion or my, my concerns back then now is coming to – to fruition for for yeah. for the realization as to uh my instinct was was spot on about the bases in philippines the basis but not only not only that is about the president of philippines yeah marcos jr turns up to be wasn't as strong as because i start to suspect that three months after he took power yeah uh, based on his policies and when he did the trip to china yeah i didn't believe in that trip I said to myself, he is playing games. Yeah. He is playing games, wanted to give the Chinese a lip service. Yeah. And he confirmed it to me right after the, 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 the uh, agreement between Philippines and the US about the four bases. Yeah. And actually, they were on four, they were nine, right. based on what right. I found out. So, uh, to go back to, to this Alaska thing, I think the decision between Russia and China to go ahead and Let's go near Alaska yeah. was hashed out during the joint uh, navals in uh, the Sea of Japan. Yeah. But again, what does it mean? Because if you are to think about it, what does it mean geopolitically? Absolutely. And I, do you also think, because this is very interesting timing, because there was a jet, there was just also, and this is something we'll talk about yeah. a little bit later, you know, there was the peace talks for between Ukraine and Russia that Saudi Arabia hosted that was, oh. <laughs> it was not between Ukraine and Russia. That's, it why, was, that's why I'm laughing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Russia just, was explicitly not invited, interestingly enough, yeah. it, and nothing really came out of it, but it is very interesting that we're yeah. sort of seeing this timing because China was there and China was involved in these talks. That's true. But also China was also turned down when it proposed its own. So, right. And we'll talk about yeah, this we'll after about we finish later. this one here. So, so the whole idea that why, why the National Security Advisor, Jake Sullivan, called it a historical first. Well, yeah, because we've always watched and noticed that the Chinese and the Russians never wanted to come close to our shores to provoke the U.S. Because to them, if I am to think, yeah. there was no need for it. Why? Yeah. Why provoke? But rather, like I showed them that image, 
if we are to go to South China Sea or go somewhere near the Russian borders, we're going to say, well, it's freedom of navigation. Or right. And this is why, for example, I think about it now, why? Uh, sort of I have the answer as to why. Why the Russian Federation way back, a few years ago, mm -hmm. way back, I think it was in 2007, if I'm not mistaken, or six, went ahead and planted the Russian flag, titanium flag, into the bottom of the Arctic. Yeah. Just to avoid from moving forward when a country will come over and say, oh, freedom of navigation. Yeah. They already claim that yeah. it's part of their northern part. So. so what this basically signifies geopolitically, that signifies now that the shift in the unit and the multiple yeah. in the uh, in the global system is already upon us. Yeah. It's already here. Yeah. Let's not pretend otherwise. I know Washington is living in denial about yeah. it. The collective West is living in denial about it. It's almost like what they did with uh, with uh, uh, Budapest, with Hungary, mm -hmm. trying to punish now Viktor Orban yeah. about taking stand regarding the accession of Sweden into NATO. Yeah, why punish the guy? Yeah. So sort of like their parliament didn't want to vote on it. So, so this is where I see where I see it moving forward is that Russia and China in coordination together, mm -hmm. they're gonna just do this regularly. So yeah. could we see a next one near the Gulf of Mexico? Very possibly. Possibly, possibly not. They understand the limitations as far as the 12 nautical miles. That's usually the international water yeah. that's been agreed upon. Uh, the way reserve, the way respect that and observe that. Uh, I'll let you reach your own conclusion for that. So, well, and it's interesting because we did a show on China's base in Cuba, the secret base. Yes. And so, you know, as you're talking about the Gulf, as you're talking about sort of the southern part of the United States, yeah. you know, we are. I I personally believe that the U.S. government has known about this type of stuff for a very long time. It's just right now it's coming out. Uh -huh. And I want to point out a very interesting tweet um, by Senator Dan Sullivan. Mm. So I'm going to share this with you guys because there's a very interesting narrative that's going on here right now. And that is that, oh, you know, this is and, and you showed this in, in the in the cartoon that you did. So let me add this to this stream. So this is from uh, Alaskan Senator Dan Sullivan. And so he said the incursion by 11 Chinese and Russian warships operating together off the coast of Alaska mm. is yet another reminder that we have entered into a new era of authoritarian aggression yeah. led by the dictators in Beijing and Moscow. So this is very, this language is, is very inflammatory. And it is another one of those sort of stoking the fire, stoking the fire, stoking the fire and saying, oh, well, look, this is their, you know, this is another aggression. And interestingly yeah. enough, because linguistics is is one of my um, is one of my uh, trainings and strong suits. Look at authoritarian aggression. What do we say linguistically when we're looking at Putin's? invasion right of yeah. if uh of ukraine yeah russian aggression yeah. so look at the same words that we see and you know you think oh no it's nothing it's nothing no it is these things these words are very clearly crafted russian aggression and so your mind goes to well there was russian aggression in ukraine too 
That's the yeah. words that have been strategically chosen to be used. And so now we're seeing authoritarian aggression again. So these, these things are very carefully crafted. And I want to bring attention to that because they're, they're crafted pretty well. For a reason. To, they're, yeah. Absolutely. They're crafted for a reason to really stick in people's minds. Well, because here in the US, I mean, just uh, it was like what it was back in the Cold War. It was the, you identify the enemy. So you keep exactly. repeating it over and over and over. And we got a population that is ill-informed. So all they're going to be hearing is the word being repeated. The fact exactly. that it started with the, what was the first word? The uh, first word. So the the first word, word. Uh, authoritarian? No, no, no. What, incursion. Uh, incursion. Yeah. Right there. Incursion, Absolutely. Which you and I know it's not an incursion. It is because not. Because they were on international waters. Right. So average Joe, average Jane here in the U.S. is not going to even understand. On. They're not going to understand the, 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 uh, the uh, how international law applies to waters as far right. as the how not how many nautical miles far out right. this is 12 nautical miles that's quite a distance before and yet he's starting it with the with, you know absolutely yeah it just right. it just because you know as i said they're going to be repeating the mantra of mm -hmm. that's uh, and that is the reason why i said at the beginning you have to put it within the context of what it means yeah because in international relations context matters remember that guys absolutely remember that always just because you read something doesn't mean what it, that's what it is and second sometimes you don't need to have so many analyses or analyses and all that image will be enough mm -hmm. you know believe it or not chinese tends to be good at that yeah image will speak louder absolutely you, know, you don't need to say too much too many words too much whatever uh the image itself sends that 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 message that they want to convey right and this one in my opinion that's the message they're sending hey we can do it too yeah if we, we want absolutely to. So that absolutely. is where uh, it used to be a couple of years ago uh i remember in 2014 if i recall I don't remember where the article is right now. I wrote it for when I used to write for the Huffington Post. You remember? Yeah, the yeah, Huffington yeah. Post? I do. Oh man, it's still there. You they know, are. we need to. Yeah, we need to send links to some of your yeah, articles. If you guys we put links. We can. I'll, I'll, I'll get you the link later on. I'll get you on this. This still because they kept them. It's, it's public record. Yeah. Well, there is one article there that I wrote back then, that the Chinese at that time were conducting some training, naval yeah. trainings. And one of the, and they disclosed it. It wasn't like secret. One of the disclosure was a type of missiles that can be launched from there. Mm -hmm. And they will target Hawaii wow. in no time. Yeah. So again, why they saying this? Why they show the train one? Right. A message. They right. don't need to say it. It was just Absolutely. a message for them. So this Alaska thing, yeah. it's to me just a strong message. But it also convey that, you know, to the U.S., you need to sort of be cognizant of what you're doing in the south china sea right. regarding taiwan or regarding now you're looking at uh, uh, the uh, the commissioning of the uss canberra yeah in uh, in in australia in australia and you saw the image of the kangaroo, right? Oh, yeah. Kangaroo and oh, star. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Star uh, I, I wish we had that somewhere. I think I did somewhere, but I no, it's okay. doubt it. Maybe it, I it's in it. another episode, yeah. guys. Yeah. <laughs> you want to go find it? It's in another episode. <laughs> well, it was because now here is the logical argument to that. How do you think we will feel right. if, let's say, Australia, Germany, France, whatever, 
comes over to our country, right? Establish, a, let's say, vessel of sort, whatever, and puts their their flag embedded with right. ours. How are we right. going to react to that or feel about that? Absolutely. So, and he, it's interesting because remember when there, there actually was a whole thing about how, oh, you know, we're not going to put a base in Australia. We're no, going to no, no. allow our, <laughs> allow the submarines to come in and out. A rotational. Right? Rotational. What, and yeah. do you remember, do you remember yeah, that happening? Yeah. So it was a rotational on the submarines. The problem with that is that if you rotate it, you can still have one there yeah. all the time. That's one of our policy is that we never say the term permanent, right. but we do rotationals. We've been doing this for a long time. Uh, as a matter of fact, one of my former unit in the military yeah. was on a regular rotational basis in the Middle East without disclosing. It's the, never the permanent. Country. So, yeah. So, if only Aussies or Australians, that mm -hmm. is, really understand now what's going on in their country right. as far as how many bases now we're going to be operating. Right. We're talking about a B-52 is going to be now over there. And that's, you know what a B-52 is? Yeah, right? tell us. What is a B-52? That's a, a nuclear carrier. Yeah. Well, the subs carrier. also were nuclear carriers. Remember? Well, you know, when you have a B-52, yeah. anytime you have a B-52, that's for carpet bombing, as we call it. That's when you flat out everything. You. So why are you sending? And the problem with all this is that in that part of Pacific has always been nuclear-free zone. Yeah. This is why New Zealand pushed back. Yeah. But even New Zealand... I'm starting think... to have my doubts because New Zealand is part of the Five Eyes members. Yeah. And who is in the Five Eyes? All the whites, Anglo, you know, I think New Zealand, Australia, Canada, US, yep. and UK. So uh, that's where the problem is in New Zealand, at least still holding on to that yeah. nuclear free zone. So, so the idea of this Alaska thing is just again to send the message to the US. Right. Remember, sort of remember, yeah. we can do it as well. And both Russians and Chinese, mind you, that China has a lot of yeah. naval assets. Absolutely. Have more ships than we do. Well, and I think the reality is that, you know, if this were, you know, I, I might agree with uh, with the senator here that it was an incursion if it wasn't for the fact I that the U.S. I disagree with that. Well, I disagree on. with that. I didn't I even disagree get my point out yet. But the, the moment <laughs> you said, I might agree no. with the senator because the senator is wrong. Right. No, He is advocating wrong. for to ensure the votes. No, I know. That's I know. no different than what's her name. <laughs> Nikki Haley now. Uh, the idiots are running for president. And you know yeah. what she's running on? Yeah. We're going to fight the Chinese. How no, stupid that no, is. No, no, no. Yeah. How stupid do. that it's is. It's very And that's stupid. why I said the fact that his statements start with that word. Yeah. You know, I've been in Washington. I understand right. how to read the statements. The fact that he started with this. Yeah. That's it. I don't need to read anymore. Yeah. That's it. So sorry to interrupt. No, okay. I well, had to. I actually <laughs> agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's because we have absolutely not acknowledged the fact that the U.S. has been doing this yeah. for for years at this point. And it feels very interesting to me that China and Russia now feel strong enough, enough. to be able to come back and say, uh, sorry, we can do the same thing that you guys are doing. 
And that's that really is a first. That really is a new a new thing in this version of history, right? Because the power, you know, people think that because when we've been alive, when most of us have been alive, the United States has been the global hegemon. Yeah. But but the U.S. was not always. Our Independence Day is from Britain. That's true. right. We yeah. we forget that when we look at the fact that other countries were hegemon before we were. And so this is very clearly a shift of power because if Russia and China didn't feel strong enough, they wouldn't do this. Yeah. And so I, I completely agree, I disagree with the senator because he is absolutely not acknowledging the fact that this was already being done to yeah. them. Yeah, and, and, and the fact there is also much bigger picture that there are... Yeah sort of uh what's the word i'm looking for that they are oblivious to or not even aware of right they might they might hear about but they don't fully comprehend Absolutely. or understand its premise and that has to do with the broader great power rivalry in yeah. the arctic absolutely if you look oh at gosh, where huge. alaska is yeah. and you look at that part of the globe yeah. and access to to the arctic that's also another another message sent to the u.s that's a great yeah, point yeah that well that's why you get the media doesn't even even talk about this yeah they, they, they're not gonna put it in context yeah to begin with this You're is what i said right. yeah as an analyst you're gonna have to think about the big picture as yeah. i always say i know i keep repeating myself no but you're right you're uh, absolutely right it's because the competition in the arctic what yep. lies there under that that ice the I did mention this before. I yeah. wrote about it in the book, about $35 trillion mm -hmm. worth of untapped natural resources. Yeah. $35 trillion. Yeah. And I referenced that with the source and everything. So yeah. it wasn't something I just made up. No, you know, absolutely. I can't make things up. I don't yeah. make things up. So uh, because that's my credibility in line. Yeah. So. My reputation, my credibility online. I can't do that. Well, and so. now it's starting to come out, right? So yeah, and this is the this is the idea of the the, the other message that the Chinese and the Russians are are sending because yeah. the Arctic, this because the Arctic yeah. will represent another ground where the competition between major powers, Hugely. like what we're seeing right now in Africa. In Africa, 